The Modern Tire Dealer Show is sponsored by MTD10, the training and education network. Formerly DSP20 Group, 10 is the most progressive, comprehensive resource offering tire dealers the solutions, connections, and training they need to reach their goals. From one-on-one coaching and 20 group networking to real-world on-site problem-solving and exclusive content, 10 offers an all-encompassing approach to education unlike anything the industry has ever seen, one that will ensure your business succeeds long-term. Learn more about what 10 can do for you and your business at mtd10.com. Welcome to this week's edition of the Modern Tire Dealer Show. I'm Mike Mangus, editor of Modern Tire Dealer. If you're having problems recruiting employees, you're not alone. In today's episode of the Modern Tire Dealer Show, retail tire expert Jeff Morgan draws upon decades of tire store hiring experience to share strategies that you can put in play at your dealership right away. He discusses how to get in front of potential employees, why you should always be on the lookout for good people, and more. So let's get to it. Finding good people has always been tough for independent tire dealers, and it's probably tougher than ever right now due to the extremely tight labor market. Jeff, you talk to tire dealers every day of the week. You know what works when it comes to recruitment. You also know what doesn't work. What are some of the common mistakes dealers make when looking for new people? Well, I, I think that's a great question. And you're right. It's nothing new. It's It's been a struggle for a long time. And I wish I could say there was a magic wand that you could just wave and make it happen. Uh, but, but there really isn't. It's just a matter of trying to increase your your odds of finding the right person that you're looking for. And as far as mistakes, I, I think too many dealers rely upon solely or the majority of their recruiting and more passive type of recruiting techniques. What, what do you mean by passive techniques? So passive techniques are, are basically where you're hoping good people find you, right? Mm. So that's like posting an ad on either a job board or wherever. Uh, and I've, I've always equated this to, to fishing. It's akin to walking up to the shore of a lake, uh, putting a bobber on your line, a bait on your hook, casting it indiscriminately out in the middle of the water, and you're just hoping a good fish or the fish that you're trying to catch happens to find your bait. I mean, that's that's really what you're doing with passive recruiting. You're hoping that a good person or qualified person happens to see your ad and respond. Uh, whereas active recruitment techniques is more about getting yourself in front of good people, knowing exactly what it is you're looking for and getting yourself out in front of them. Again, using the fishing analogy that I, I like to use on this is it's first off knowing exactly what what type of fish you're trying to catch, knowing what attracts them from a lure perspective and how do you how do you retrieve it using your your depth finder to find the cover that they like to, to hang in and then doing your fishing there. It just increases your chance of catching what you want so much better and re- recruiting is the same way. The more active type of recruitment strategy you use, the more likely it is that you're going to catch what it is you're looking for. What, what are some t- tried and true techniques when it comes to active recruiting? Well, I'd say the the first thing is to really know who you are and what it is you need. So uh, it's not like filling a hole, but what do you need specifically? What are the skill sets, the, the competencies you need specifically to help your business grow? That's number one. The second and the next piece to that is when I say know who you are, what is your story? What differentiates you from other dealers, other employers that would make somebody want to come to work for you. And you need to be able to 
present this to prospective uh, employees. Uh, I like to call it your personal promo, uh, you know, talking about what it is you offer when you know what people are looking for uh, in a job and you can present how your business can fit that and how you appeal to that that's a good way to get people interested in you you know a, a perfect example these days you know there's a lot of talk about work-life balance you know perhaps you have a, a shop that is family owned is a very strong family atmosphere um, and, and maybe you're you're not open in the evenings or weekends you can you can play that part out and we, we give you your evenings and weekends back to you or we're very flexible if you have something going on in your life we can be flexible to work around that for you. I mean, that's just one example, but whatever makes you unique as an employer, being able to put that out there in front of people to entice them as to why they should want to come to work for you, that's something you should have in your back pocket ready to present at any time. And that probably really resonates with the younger people who are looking to enter our industry or are considering our industry. You know, quite a few dealers over the years have told us that they've found great people by working with local tech schools or vocational schools. You know, and, and that technician role is so difficult to fill sometimes and also difficult to retain. Do you have any advice when it comes to reaching out to local vocational schools or tech schools to well, find good young people? Yeah, yeah, I, th I think you're, you're spot on on that, Mike. And I would actually say it's twofold. Um, when it comes to growing, well, I like to refer to as grow your own. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. there's, there's two, two pieces of that tech school is definitely one. I'll, I'll explore the second one here in a second, but getting involved with those tech schools, it, it, it means getting out of your store and going to those locations that, that have that automotive program, getting to know the lead instructor, getting to know the director of the program, finding out what it is, that the, maybe how you can help be involved with them, whether it be part of their advisory board or, uh, or a lecturer, it could be a guest lecturer at a class, but let them know that you have an opportunity to allow their students to come to work part-time while they're in school and give them a chance to do hands-on what they're learning in school at, at your location, give them a fair wage, maybe even having some kind of bonus that ties into not only how they're doing at work, but how they're doing in school. Um, that's real important for a lot of these schools. There are places out there that will find students like that, bring them on part-time and then encourage these people, hey, tell you what, why don't you come work for me full-time? I'll finish your training for you. And then they leave school. That doesn't benefit the school. If you can show that, hey, we're gonna tie their employment with us along with their success in school, they have to maintain a certain GPA or, or attendance, uh, they're going to like that. And then they, they see that you're literally giving them that hands-on experience. So if they're studying alignments in school, you have them doing alignments with a mentor at your location that can work side by side with them. So they're getting some hands-on and doing alignments. If they're, if they're doing breaks, they're doing the same thing back at, the, at your location. They're doing some break jobs side by side with a mentor. So this way they, they get their hands dirty as opposed to just sweeping up, uh, sweeping up the shop and maybe doing an oil change or tire or two. They're going to see a greater benefit of partnering with you as a as an employer of choice at the school now now for you the flip side to that is once they graduate from this program now you've got somebody who not only has the school knowledge but has that hands-on so they can really hit the ground running when they're ready to go full-time that's certainly one way to, to again what i refer to as grow your own another one and this again is where you can you can use it in your promo as a selling point about your own business is investing in people to help 
raise their level and skill sets when they come into you. Maybe they're an entry-level technician, but you can invest in them in additional training to bring that up, them up to that next level. And then, and then do it. I mean, do what you say you're going to do. And word gets around and you, before you know it, not only do you have people that are able to perform more types of services and do a better job at it, but now the word gets out that you're an employer of choice that's going to invest in people. And now people start looking for you more often. So it's really about, you know, investing in people and almost creating a defined career path for them. So, so they know that, hey, you're, you're thinking about their future as well as your own. Right, right. And when we talk about what people look for in jobs today, they're looking for someone that's going to invest in their personal development. And, and by doing this and demonstrating this, showing a track record of doing that, again, it appeals to a lot of people. In one of your recent MTD columns, you also recommended that dealers go to places where good candidates might show up. What do you mean by that? So you never know when you're going to bump into the right person. So for, one of the things I always tell you is you always have business cards with you, right? And you have your promo ready. But where might you bump into these, uh, if, if it's a technician, where might you bump into somebody who's, who is into cars? If there's a car show, be, get out there and be visible. Uh, go go to career fairs at these, at these tech schools. Matter of fact, a lot of those uh, places have alumni lists that they would be happy to share with you. And, and that could be a list that you can work to try to find people. In some cases, it's just if, if there's a popular lunch spot, you know, whether it's fast food or wherever, where there's a number of shops and people go there to, to grab their lunch, be there, go there yourself, look for that person in the uniform, strike up that conversation. Hey, I, I see you're an automotive technician. You work at such and such. How, how long you been there? How do you like it? Well, listen, my name is Jeff. I run XYZ Tire and Auto, and we're always looking for good people like ourselves. And then you get into your little promo, what makes you special, and say, I'd love to talk to you if you'd like to talk a little bit more about possibly what we might have to offer you as an employer. Um, those types of getting yourself out there where you have a better likelihood of bumping into these people and being prepared with your uh, promo uh, will will certainly help you find the right folks. You know that all sounds so simple, yet yet can be very effective. Yeah, it's it says simple does hard, Mike. <laughs> what I mean by that is yeah, right is is getting that promo down where it just flows naturally, where it doesn't mm -hmm. sound like you're reciting something. Uh, that's that's what really makes it work. And it, it's the same thing, you know. We had, you we have talked previously about salespeople, you know, for the counter. Um, I think a big mistake a lot of dealers make there is they look for people with with automotive experience. Quite frankly, what you want are people with people experience. What, what do you mean by that? I mean, why, why is it okay to look outside the tire or automotive industry? Well, if you bring somebody in that's been in the industry for years, you're probably recycling somebody that's been through the process many times, and you're going to spend just as much time trying to uh, relearn them and break old bad habits that they're carrying with them into what you want to do, as opposed mm -hmm. to teaching somebody new. Um, go, to, go to places that are high touch high customer contact places a lot of your big box hardware stores where they work with their hands but they're interacting with customers on a daily basis giving them advice on what they should do maybe even recommending a certain product or, or another uh, as the solution for their problem or even even a server at a restaurant that gives exceptional customer service when you can't really teach that piece if people have that that people component in their heart you can see it but when you see somebody delivering great service or re really making a difference for the customer, that's what you want at the counter. 
And the same thing, hey, you walk up to that person at the hardware store. Listen, I, I saw the way you, you dealt with that customer. I thought that was really, really impressive. Hey, my name's Jeff. I, I, I own XYZ Tire and Auto. Have you ever considered a career in the in the tire and auto industry? You know, strike up that conversation. Go with your promo, what you offer people uh, to come to work for you and the career path that you can provide them and say, I, I'd love to talk to you more about the opportunity. Is there a good time where you might be able to stop by the shop and we can I can show you around and, and we can talk more? Um, I, I mean, that's that's the key for the salespeople. I mean, I'll use myself as an example. I've been in this industry for 30 years. When I started, what I knew about a car was that the pedal on the right made you go, the one in the middle made you stop, and the big circle in front of you made you change direction. <laughs> I mean, I was more concerned about the quality of the stereo than anything else. But I, I learned all that I needed to know about a car and, and, and all the, you know, what, what causes what and everything I need to know about tire. I was taught all that, but I already had the ability to deal with customers. And that's what really allowed my career to flourish. And the same is for anyone else. Uh, some of the best managers and best salespeople I have ever hired throughout my career didn't necessarily have automotive experience when they came on board. So, so you're, you're telling our listeners, get out of your bubble, get out of your own little world once in a while. Absolutely. Absolutely. The more you can get out and, and get yourself in front of people and talk to those people, whether they're making, whether they're somebody you want to bring in as a technician or, or sales, don't be afraid to go out there and just strike up a conversation and market yourself as an employer, just like you market yourself as a place to get tires and serves. I have to imagine there may be a listener or two out there saying, you know, this sounds great, Jeff, but I am incredibly busy. I have enough on my plate already. Mm -hmm. how would you how would you respond to a statement like that I, I would I would put it this way why are you so busy a, a lot of folks are really busy because they're shorthanded and one of the reasons they're shorthanded is they're constantly settling um, they have a hole they try to fill it they can't fill it fast enough so they grab whatever they can to fill it it doesn't last that's a revolving door uh, when you take the time to find the right people uh, you're you're not going to be working as hard you're gonna be working smarter not harder because you have the right people in place to do the job and that's why one of the keys is to always be recruiting well and, th and that definitely eliminates the the unexpected cost of, of retraining as well which can be mm -hmm. very prohibitive you know, costs yeah. a lot of money and a lot of time to retrain somebody or, or to replace somebody who's moved on to the next place. Yeah, people always consider the hard cost with turnovers and, you know, the, the cost of the recruiting, the cost of the physical or the drug tests or background track or anything else you do. But there's a lot of soft costs that go on there that you can't really measure. What's the loss of business from being shorthanded? And, and not only that, but the learning curve once you get them on board, whoever they are. Uh, there, there, there's cost involved with that. So the better job you can do of selecting the right people and keeping them on board through having uh, programs that, that in, want, they want to stay with you, they want to grow their career with you, uh, that's going to make it easier on you in the long run. Any final words of advice, Jeff, to our listeners on the topic of finding good people? Again, I think the best advice I can give everybody uh, is, number one, you're always recruiting. Even when you feel you are perfectly staffed, you've got everybody in the right seats, they're all doing a great job, we all know things change. Somebody could decide to move across the country, maybe somebody decide they want to do a career change, and all of a sudden now you've got a hole. If you always have your eyes open for good talent, you're always out there talking to people, you have that little bench that you can grab onto and potentially fill those roles relatively quickly, as opposed to, oh my gosh, I've got a hole, now I've got to fill it, and before it's not filled right away, and then before you know it, we start settling with somebody, and we're in that revolving door I just spoke of. And the other piece is, is build your personal promo that you can be able to spew spew out at any moment interacting with someone that can 
entice them to want to know more about you as an employer and potentially want to come to work for you. Jeff, all of that is great advice. Thank you for joining us today. Really appreciate it. And uh, we'll catch you later. Uh, Thank you, Mike. I enjoyed it. The Modern Tire Dealer Show is sponsored by MTD10, the training and education network. Formerly DSP20 Group, 10 is the most progressive, comprehensive resource offering tire dealers the solutions, connections, and training they need to reach their goals. From one-on-one coaching and 20 group networking to real-world on-site problem-solving and exclusive content, 10 offers an all-encompassing approach to education unlike anything the industry has ever seen, one that will ensure your business succeeds long-term. Learn more about what 10 can do for you and your business at mtd10.com. Thanks for listening to the Modern Tire Dealer Show. Stay tuned to the Modern Tire Dealer Show for more exciting news, information, and interviews with industry experts. Have a great week.